Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining me for Let's Get Moving. With me today is Laura Holtrup-Cole. She is a dietitian with the Utah Health Department's HEAL program. And Laura, we want to talk today about metabolism and things that boost your metabolism because I've seen so many things on social media that say, hey, breakfast foods that boost your metabolism. So I want to clear up any misconceptions about that. Start off and talk about metabolism. What exactly is our metabolism? Yes, I so appreciate this topic. Um, I think in addition to always seeing boosting metabolism, um, it's always accompanied by the word easy, right? (laughs) Just, you know, this is so easy, this easy step to boost your metabolism. Um, And I think a lot of us have a working um, definition of metabolism, but maybe we actually couldn't say what it was specifically. So metabolism to clear it up, um, and biologically, is the process of converting food to energy. Um, And then that energy can be used um, for whatever your body needs to do. Um, And and, and what it is is just a process of chemical reactions. So it's what your body does with food after digestion. So when we see all of these social media posts that talk about breakfast foods that boost our metabolism, what do we first need to think about when we're seeing those? Yeah, well, first maybe take a step back um, and think about the role that metabolism plays in your daily life, I think. Um, Because that statement, too, is also making the assumption that we want to boost our metabolism, which I would say that's never a bad thing, boosting it. But what that means is you're um, speeding up the process of converting your food to energy. Um, So you're burning energy at a faster rate than you would otherwise. Um, and most usually that's implied um, that you're doing that by not, and you're not working harder, right? You're just, your body's working, um, if you want to think about it, less efficiently. <laughs> so our goal is like, we want to put more gas in the car. We want to be able to eat more food um, while still being oftentimes a certain size. Right. Um, which brings me to my next point, right? Metabolism does not equal weight loss, though it is related. Okay, so that was my next question. What role does it play? I mean, if we eat foods that are going to boost our metabolism, will that help us lose weight? Right. And um, the answer is it could. It it definitely could. Um, But usually the the foods, like eating specific foods to boost your metabolism is bottom line going to have a very minimal effect on your metabolism and then also on your weight. 
Um, and some people walking around in bigger bodies um, may have a very fast metabolism. And it may be other factors in their life that are affecting their weight, um, very likely genetics. Um, or their activity level um, or what they eat. And similarly, when people are in smaller bodies, they may have a slow metabolism, um, but they also just eat less um, or they have genetically, they're just more predisposed to a smaller body. Mm -hmm. So for those folks who want to boost their metabolism, maybe their metabolism isn't as fast as or as efficient as they'd like it to be. Are there foods that do that? Good. Yes. Um, And so the bottom line is, yes, there are, but it's probably not worth seeking them out. Um, But um, what what are some um, foods you've heard, Maria? Oh, I I don't even know that I could think of some. Mm -hmm. I just know that every time I see one of these social posts, it says, don't eat waffles or things that turn to sugar or, um, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't ever talk about really whole grains or, and I, I, I I often think, Am I really starting my day off with the right foods or am I are the foods that mm-hmm. I'm eating are they working against me if I have you know a little bit of granola mm-hmm. with the yogurt is that working against me rather than helping me to have my body body be as efficient as possible and maybe even lose some weight Yeah a great question so um Yeah. So and this kind of brings us back to just general healthy eating, which for some of us might not be very exciting, but but it's great because it, it can affect our health in so many good ways, including keeping our metabolism at a healthy healthy rate. So um, there's some research on apple cider vinegar. There's some research on capsaicin, which is found in cayenne pepper, you know, and spicy foods, um, and green tea. Those, those are three foods that are often cited as, hey, this is going to boost your metabolism. You better start your day off with that apple cider vinegar. <laughs> um, and in general, those have such teeny tiny um, effects on metabolism or weight that it's, it's probably not worth it unless you really enjoy it. Um, and some of those things could have negative effects. So apple cider vinegar has, is really tough on your tooth enamel um, unless you're eating it in foods like salad dressings um, at, in smaller amounts. Um, but when you're thinking about starting your day, um, you, you want to think about a balanced meal. And, and yes, it's probably best to eat breakfast. Um, but if you're not someone who loves breakfast, you can wait a couple hours and it's not going to, um, you know, bring your metabolism to a screeching halt. Um, but the goal is to eat regularly throughout the day, um, every few hours. So maybe three meals, um, you could add in a couple snacks there. Um, but there is, there is research that says, um, grazing. So eating, you know, very frequently, like every hour or two. Um, really does not boost your metabolism. And in fact, it often just means um, we're eating more throughout the day um, and, and overall. Right. I'm glad you said what you did about apple cider vinegar because I, I can't, I, I see all of these ads, apple cider vinegar, it'll just take off the pounds. And I can't even imagine just smelling apple cider vinegar, drinking like <laughs> a half a cup of apple cider vinegar just sounds like some sort of torture that... Why would even anybody even say that? <laughs> right. I mean, we don't we don't have to, um, yeah, put ourselves through this. I was I was reading a study that said um, the the subjects drank two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar twice a day for twelve weeks, 
Um, and that just sounds really horrible. Um, and there were a couple um, esoph- esophageal or esophagus um, injuries from that, <laughs> um, which, you know, doesn't sound good. Um, because of that acidic vinegar, um, you know, it, drinking it so often and so much of it. Um, but I can tell you a few things I recommend when you're thinking about starting your day in a healthy way. I'm excited to hear those. Yeah. So, so one, and, and actually it's funny, um, most of these things are things I'm personally working on as well right now. But one is um, staying hydrated. So you don't, there's no special formula for, oh, you need to drink water with lemon in it. The first thing you get up before you eat anything, that, that's not important. But what is important is that you drink water. Um, and actually, that reminds me of a funny, a funny thing. Did, have you ever heard of anyone drinking like gallons of ice water to boost their metabolism? Well, I've heard the lemon thing, but not gallons of ice yeah. water. Yeah, don't do that. The idea is that it takes your body a lot of energy to warm up that water that you're drinking. And so you're you're just going to burn through, you know, all the fat, extra fat you want to get rid of. And and that that doesn't work. Um, but stay hydrated um, and that'll keep all your bodily functions and cellular processes working at optimum. And that's a good thing. Um, and then secondly, when with breakfast and really every meal. Um, especially as women, um, we want to, and actually guys probably too, but um, we want to make sure we're getting plenty of protein. And, you know, protein is sometimes overemphasized, but at the same time, we don't want to go the other direction and forget about protein. So um, I always recommend getting a really solid source of protein in your breakfast. So um, if if you're having toast and peanut butter, peanut butter is a good source of protein, but you want a little more. So add an egg. Add a glass of milk um, or some, you know, lean meat if if you like that. Um, or with cereal, like make sure you're 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 getting a full cup of milk, or you're doing nuts um, um, and, and also some other protein. You know, it's so funny because eggs were vilified for a while too. So it seems like every food choice that we've made in the past, there's been some suggestion that maybe it's not the best because eggs, you know, were said to have, be high in cholesterol. Has that been proven to be a myth? It has. Yes. Yeah. Eggs are out now. <laughs> um, and the, the reason for that is eggs are very high in cholesterol. And so that's why um, for a long time we thought that cholesterol raised the cholesterol in our blood. So say we, we eat cholesterol from the egg, and that in turn raises our bad cholesterol in our blood. But it actually doesn't work that way. Um, what affects our cholesterol in our blood is saturated fat. Um, and so actually now there's, there's no recommended limit for dietary cholesterol in our dietary guidelines. Um, that's been removed, and now it's just a focus on um, limiting saturated fat. So enjoy your eggs. Good, because I love them. (laughs) Yes, I do too. Are there things that we should steer away from, though, during our morning routine? Yeah, um, I mean, so so I suggested protein, and that's one of the things is because protein requires more energy to digest and process, um, but also it supports muscle mass. Um, And so on the other side, we we don't want to get like too much of like an insulin hit. So we don't want a lot of simple carbohydrates. 
Um, like, you know, I, I love a good donut in the morning on the weekend, but you don't want to do that too often because that can just kind of, I don't want to say shock your body, but it can, you know, um, cause your energy levels to go really high and then crash. Mm -hmm. Um, Similarly, perhaps your blood sugar. Um, And so, yeah, and I wouldn't even say avoid donuts, but, you know, um, maybe have them every so often. And what I do before I go to the donut shop is I always cook myself an egg um, and have a piece of fruit. And then I feel like, okay, an egg, a piece of fruit and a donut. That's a generally balanced meal. <laughs> Not great, but it, it's a lot better than just a donut. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you don't want to go and just say, oh, yeah, I have coffee for breakfast. I'm fine. Um just a reminder that coffee is, is not breakfast. Um, that's not breaking the fast. So either if you're drinking it black, you're not getting any energy, no calories. Um, and if you're having one of those really sugary lattes um, from a coffee shop, um, that's not a great way to start your day either because you, you don't really want to start it with a lot of sugar um, unless you're going for a 10-mile hike in the morning. <laughs> There's always a reason you might want to do that, but not generally what you should be consuming. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, and and just in general with metabolism, I think it's important um you know there's there's these foods that are touted as as um miraculous, but and and they're not. So I think we've we've talked about that, but it's also important to know that um there are nutrients that are important for supporting metabolism. So um, one example is iodine. Um, An iodine deficiency causes hypothyroidism, um, which means your thyroid is not making the hormones it needs to, and those hormones are very important for um, a healthy metabolism. Um, And with the the rise in popularity of sea salt um, and fast food, um, a lot of those salts are not iodized, and, and that's not a good thing. It kind of sounds it's like, oh, iodine-free, but that's not a good thing. We, we want iodine in our diet, and you can get it from iodized salt um, or some seafood. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. other thing is um, yogurts, and I don't want to vilify yogurts, but some yogurts have a lot of sugar in them. They do. Um, but they can be a great choice if you choose them carefully. And the really neat thing about yogurt um, in the past five, five, ten years is that um, companies that make yogurt are reducing the sugar in yogurt. Um, they've, they've, heard, they've heard the crowd. They've heard their consumers who, are, who basically are vilifying yogurt because it used to be very, very high in sugar, and you'll still find some brands, but Look, look for yogurt with um, less than 15 grams of sugar per serving, um, and you'll be, and, and that'll be a pretty good choice. Because um, keep in mind that some of those grams of sugar are the naturally occurring lactose in yogurt, and so that's not what's going to um, cause health downfalls. Um, it's the added sugar in yogurt. What do we need to think um, about when we're thinking about, say, granola? Yeah, again, sugar. Um, check check that sugar. It should be under 10 grams, generally speaking. Um, you know, five or six is even better. Um, and then granola can actually be just really calorie dense, which in general, it's good, nutritious 
calories. Um, usually it's made with whole grains um, and fruit, and so that's okay. But um, it's also important to watch your portion size with granola because a whole bunch of calories and energy are packed into a little serving size. Okay, and how about fruit? Oh, go wild. Go wild on fruit. Um, <laughs> fresh fruit's great. Um, what you want to avoid with fruit is any fruit that has added sugar. And so that's going to be, if you're, if you're a canned fruit fan, you want to get the no added sugar varieties. Um, and dried fruit is really wonderful, too, if you're getting the, the no added sugar varieties. So I've never seen a raisin that has added sugar. Apricots generally don't have any added sugar, but just check the label. All right. Anything else that you'd like to add when we're making our be- our breakfast choices? Um, yeah, just take a step back, um, reassess those headlines and realize um, what you do is not going to make or break your health, um, but just make, you know, a, a, a good, smart choice. Um, Make sure you're getting that protein. Make sure you're getting all those different colors. Breakfast can be hard to make colorful, but, yeah, like you said, add some fruit. um, um, Add some nuts to get some of those nutrients you really need um, to to boost your metabolism. Laura, thank you so much for doing this today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.